Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Bow, 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 bow. Hey, good, good morning, morning, Angela Yee. It's hey, Thursday. I am so happy and so ecstatic. Um, well, first of all, shout out to Jonah Hill. He sent me a little skateboard. Now, if you don't know... Uh, he sent you a skateboard? Yeah, he sent me a skateboard. It's a small skateboard. You can't fit on that. No, it's it's one of like the little matchbox-sized skateboards I used to play with as a kid. Now, I'm an only child, so as an only child, really? I would play with my toys for hours by myself. And my mom and dad would be like, you can sit in your room and play by yourself? And yes, I could. So when I got the skateboard, I've been playing with it all morning. It made me feel like I'm back on a little kid. And everybody's been looking at me like I'm crazy, but I I love the like I I enjoy you it by D. myself. No, oh. I said I enjoy these toys and I enjoy playing with myself. I, I, you enjoy playing with yourself. Oh. <laughs> no, forget you. That, see, everything's a joke up here. I'm gonna I'm, have I'm, to get uh, Candy to send you some stuff so you can really enjoy the toys and play I'm, by yourself. See, you play too much. Well, I I was no, I'm enjoying. You play too much. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I'm enjoying my skateboard. See, it's just too much in the morning with y'all. <laughs> And also, and also, shout to uh, my wife. Um, for some of- strange reason. She married you. Well, that is a strange <laughs> reason. Haven't figured that one out. But, you know, we want another child. You know, and this will be six. Don't tell me you're pre- she's pregnant again. Is she really? I don't know. I've been shooting a club of every night, so I'm hoping she is pregnant. Like, my aim is Y'all, pretty good. And every time you say, this is it. I know. I only, you said that three kids ago. You're I like, this only is it, this wanted is it. two kids. I said I want a boy and a girl, and then you got that early. <laughs> I got that early, but it's fun. I we like I enjoy it. It keeps fun. you. I love going to the games. I love going to the school. I love teaching. I love them teaching me. I know I work out with my son every night. He puts me on to whatever he's listening to that's new that I might not know, and we just have great conversations. My daughter's driving now, so she's driving me around. I love kids. I love family. I love a big family. So. Maybe because I'm an only child, but I love it. Hopefully one day they have a way for real soon. I know that there are men that can get pregnant. I would love for you to be pregnant. I don't want to be. Where would the baby come out of? You know it. <laughs> it's wide open. <laughs> Baby, come out my butt. No, uh, no, no pregnant. But, you know, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying life, and hopefully you should too. It's getting colder. The holiday seasons are coming up. Uh, Halloween is next week. I haven't got my costume yet. Have you got your costume yet? No. I don't know what I'm planning to do. I don't know if I'm really doing anything on Halloween. Uh, and, guys, if you only thing there, I might do is we have a juice bar, and I know a lot of kids are going to come there, so I was thinking I might have everybody dress up there and then give away some stuff at the juice bar. But we got to give away health. Healthy candy. Healthy candy. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know what healthy candy is. If yeah, there's such things as healthy candy. Yeah, they have all kinds of organic, all natural candies. Some of that organic stuff is just, they just put organic on it, I feel, sometimes. I mean, it looks good. Okay. Yeah, but if you're out better. there, you know, please dress up for Halloween. Have fun. Enjoy it. Don't get to the point where you're like, I'm not dressing up no more. No, enjoy it, man. Dress up. Have fun. Life is short. It's a lot of pressure for Halloween, too, because everybody's like, I want to have the best costume, da 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 You know. I'm just going to throw a sheet over my head and come in, cut two holes and out. And Ku Klux Klan? What? What? I'm going to be a ghost. Oh, ghost. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking now. Vanessa Williams will oh, be joining us this well, you morning. You didn't even let us shout out the Powerhouse pre-party last night. I went to that. 
Oh, how was it? It was good. I got to see the City Girls perform, Partisan Fontaine perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a good time last night. We, Powerhouse is our big concert that we have here every single year. And Sunday, so we yeah. have a pre-party, and I was at that yesterday. So shout out to everybody who came out yeah, and Dream had a Doll great time. Performed, yeah, Dream Doll performs. Uh, what's that record we play all the time here? We play it all the time. Uh, Golink, Golink. Yeah. Oh, Flip De Niro performed. Flip De Niro, leave me alone. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did that, and I had a, a juice bar event last night, also Wealth Wednesdays, about mm-hmm. investing in cannabis, which was uh, very heavily attended. You got to tell me about all that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Vanessa Williams will be joining her. You know her. She was Miss America. No, she wasn't. She was, what? Don't be disrespectful. You know her from Soul Food. You know her from New Jack City. Oh, that Vanessa Williams. Yes. Okay, well, Vanessa she'll, A. Williams. Oh, she'll be joining us. And also, Leon. The guy that just has one name. His name is just Leon. Say no more. All right, so <laughs> we'll be kicking it with them. And we got front page news, G? Uh, yes, you'll be excited about some new Chick-fil-A news. Also, in New York City yesterday, there was all kinds of issues. And we'll break it down for you. It was uh, all kinds of bomb scares, and we got all kinds of alerts to our phones. So we'll give you some information on what was going down. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela mm. Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Greetings. Let's get in some hey. front page news. All right, now last night was game two of the World Series. I didn't watch it because my Yankees didn't play, but uh, Boston Red Sox won 4-2. to two. They lead the series 2-0. Yes, I was in Boston last night. Uh, Boston is really lit when it's the World Series. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot of traffic. Yeah. I mean, it's usually a lot of traffic, but it's a lot more traffic when it's the World Series. I can't see them losing. They got they had the best record in baseball. They have the best team this year in baseball. I definitely don't see them losing. So. Drop, drop on the clues bombs for Boston. When I was at the Wilbur Theater last night, I damn sure came on stage and said, Go Dodgers. Just to set the tone. Great. You know what I mean? Just to set the tone. Great. You know? Now, what else are we talking about, you? Well, let's talk about these pipe bombs that were intercepted, and there was panic all over from New York to Washington to Florida to L.A. They were in manila envelopes and mailed around to different people. Barack Obama, that package was sent to him. It was intercepted in Washington, D.C. Uh, Hillary Clinton, they had a package addressed to her residence in New York that was intercepted by the Secret Service. Eric Holder, the former attorney general, that package was addressed to him. But uh, the... Florida office of Schultz return address was on the package. That's where that went. Maxine Waters, the Democratic congresswoman, her office in D.C., there was a package that was intercepted that was sent to her. Uh, John Brennan, they found, uh, he's a former CIA director. They did find a live explosive device that was delivered to the CNN offices in New York that had it shut down all around that area The traffic was crazy yesterday in the city. Yes, for Joe Biden, the former vice president, they're trying to track down a package that was addressed to him on Wednesday night. Now they're saying that it's a suspicious package because of similarities to others. And George Soros, this was the first one that I saw. They found this suspicious package. He's a billionaire investor and philanthropist, and they actually sent that to his home. Yeah, George actually backs the Black Lives Matter movement, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so clearly we know there's a definite uh, pattern in who these packages are addressed to. Now here's what Donald Trump had to say. Safety of the American people is my highest and absolute priority. The full weight of our government is being deployed to conduct this investigation and bring those responsible for these despicable acts to justice. We will spare no resources or expense in this effort. And I just want to tell you that in these times, we have to unify. 
Listen, you really got to hate someone to spend that kind of money uh, to get those packages shipped, okay? If I hate you, I'm not spending that kind of money on you. But it was just to scare them because they said the bombs weren't going to detonate. Now, the bombs don't even put together well. That's so. at least 20 packages. It says it looked like they were dollars. they were meant to be found, right. basically. But And if the person really wanted to harm someone, they would have went about it a they different way. Off. One of them would have went off. And it just wanted to they wanted to cause panic, which it did happen, mm -hmm. you know? Now, here's what else Donald Trump had to say. He basically is blaming the media for this. As part of a larger national effort to bridge our divides and bring people together, the media also has a responsibility to set a civil tone and to stop the endless hostility and constant negative and oftentimes false attacks and stories. Have to do it. All right. Well, anyway, stop spending money on people you don't like. And furthermore, stop letting the, dis the distraction become the focus. Elections are a few, a couple weeks away. November 6th. They're trying to distract you with bombs. Nobody, if you get into a back and forth with Donald Trump about who's supposed to be civil and who's not civil, that's a waste of time. All right. Stop letting the distraction become the focus. All right. And then he had people chanting... Uh CNN sucks at the rally as well. I thought well. he said he was good. He was on good behavior. Uh, uh, that's good behavior, huh? All uh, right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800 You know, let me tell you about Chick-fil-A, by the way. They're testing mac and cheese in their restaurants. I thought y'all might want to know that. No, I did that. I seen that. They're only in uh, six mm -hmm. restaurants, right? Or eight? Yeah, they're going to test it out, so. None of them in New York, right? I looked it up. I didn't see it in New York. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. sorry. Chick-fil-A is in a wonderful establishment, but uh, I cannot see a lifetime where I would go to Chick-fil-A for my mac and cheese. You got to taste it first and see what it tastes like. I mean, like. I'll, I'll give Chick-fil-A a try. They, they, they have earned the right for me to at least try it before I knock it. All right. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad morning, a bad night last night, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yeah, I want to get it off my chest. Oh, okay. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, Charlamagne, he keeps being late in the morning, man. You know what I mean? He ain't saying yo, yo, he yo, yo, yo. Well, you know, it's a lot of factors that go into that. I mean, I haven't, I do have a newborn, but last night I got in mad late because I was in Boston at the Wilbur Theater and I doing a little book trapping. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you, bro. I'm saying I'm a truck driver, though, man. The yo, 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 yo joint and wake me up in the morning, man. So I'm trying to get there on time. Bro. I, got, I got you. And I would do the yo, yo, yo for you now, but it would feel like you're forcing me to do yeah, it. Like it'd the, be corny, yeah. It'd yeah, be corny, yeah, though, yeah. Man. It's like yeah, you're making yeah, me yeah, scream. Yeah, nah. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't want to make me scream, nah, right? Hey, yo. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> Bro, don't make him scream, bro. Don't make him scream. Come on, man. You up now, aren't you? You in your truck now? Yeah, I'm in the truck now, man. Blow, blow something for Charlemagne right now. Don't, don't, don't do that. Get, <laughs> my brother, my brother, my brother. Wow. You should have made him say blow the horn for you. Don't say blow something for Charlemagne. Hey, after, hey, after, no one's moving out the way for hey, that. Bro, what's up with you, man? You got to not even think like that, see? bro. See, see, you right, see? <laughs> like, if it's in your mind, it ain't right, bro. But, but, but bro, right. but bro, not for nothing, yeah. you, your horn is mad corny, though, man. <laughs> Hey, yo, this ain't my truck, bro. I ain't pay for it. <laughs> I ain't got the money like you, is he? Hey, all right, all right. Have a good morning. Is it be funny, funny? Like, ha-ha funny or <laughs> funny? Like, funny, funny. <laughs> Tika! Yes. Good morning, mama. Good morning. Let's talk about these deadbeat dads, Tika. <laughs> um, my, dad, my daughter's dad has not seen her in over a year and a half. 
and he has not talked to her in over six months. And I just don't understand how men can wake up in the morning knowing that they have kids out here and not think about talking to them or wondering if they're okay. Like, I'm an awesome mother. I know that. But how can you just go your day without thinking about your kid and wondering if they're okay? I agree with you 360%, boo. You're absolutely right. But don't let it stress you out. You know what type of person he is. Keep it moving. Move on and be the best mama you can. But you also knew what type of person you let shoot your club up. No, sometimes you don't know. No, I did not. No, you don't. You can't victim blame. Why is she a victim? God dang. That's such a harsh word. She's not a victim. Of a Debbie dad. He lived a double life. Like, he had me in Florida and he had someone in North Carolina. When did you find that out? Uh, last year. Wow. A lot of guys yeah. out here are catfishing so, women for years. I'm thinking my kid is, like, I knew he had two kids, but actually my daughter was his third kid. Now he has a total of five. Whoa. So, well, yeah. Well, once again, uh, you kind of knew who he was before you got with him. No, I didn't. I yeah. did not know what type of person he was. People change all the time. Relationships had, change all the yes. time. You said he had two kids. You weren't even remotely concerned about his relationship with the baby mothers or who the women were? I was. Yeah, he kept telling me that she wouldn't let him see his kids. Oh, okay. That's his game. Yeah. That, I got you. Yeah, he was fighting to see his kids. And, you know, he was just a total, complete liar. Guys gotcha. lie every day, oh, right? This, this morning... Um, your kid is alive and well, and <laughs> she's perfect, and you're missing out on the best thing in the world. Well, send her our love from The Breakfast Club. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yes. Hi, oh my God. My name is Sharitza, and I have four things to say. Angela Yee, you called it about Pusha T listening... Because you said you heard it from a reliable source. Yeah, I actually and, heard it from him. <laughs> oh, you called it, though. Yeah. And you, and you I, I gave you props because I believed you. Um, Charlemagne, I love you, boo. You really popping. And um, you got to let Anjali f- finish a sentence sometimes. And DJ Envy, your family's beautiful. Thank like, you. I can't believe how beautiful. You have a beautiful big family. Thank you. And I listen to you guys all day, every day. Oh, thank you, baby. We appreciate you. Thank you, mama. <laughs> I can't believe I'm on this. Okay, bye, guys. Have a good day. Okay. <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's going on? It's JB from Brooklyn. JB. Brooklyn. What up, JB? Hey, what's going on, people, man? Good morning, Angela Lee, Envy, and the God. What's, what's up, up, my brother? Peace. Just cool, man. Um, Just wanted to give a shout-out to myself, man. Um, A year ago, I was in a, a real bad position, but um, I was granted um, promotion at my job so I could make a little extra money to provide for my son, Josiah. And um, with the extra money, I can promote my brand I just created called Rich Fatherhood on Instagram. Check me out. Rich Fatherhood, what's that about? Yeah. Rich Fatherhood, basically what you're going to see on my page is uh, family, friends, and celebrities. Basically doing a job as good parents, man. Uh, I got a few pictures of you and um, your son, Envy. Check it out, man. Real, real good material. All right. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Rich Fatherhood on Instagram, same as Twitter. Okay, brother. Now, that sounds nice and positive this morning. Oh, yeah, always, man. We got to support our people, man. Okay, brother. All right. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Kevin. Hey, Kevin, get it off your chest. Um, actually, I like I I'm actually blessed, so I like to uh, just give a little blessing out. Um, first of all, I'd like to say good morning, you guys. Good morning. Uh, well, actually, I ended up uh, yesterday. I had an allergic reaction, and uh, I had to get my stomach pumped. Yeah. Uh, so I was in an emergency, and uh, another patient next to me actually had a gunshot wound. Um, well, I kind of blacked out because of the. Um, the medication, but the person next to me, I found out he didn't make it. Dang. Uh, and where you from? So, I'm from California. Okay. 
Yeah, and Killer Cali, unfortunately. Wow. But um, but yeah, so I I uh, was was really tripping out on that because his family came and everything. It, it turned into something really really somber. Uh, the fact that I was actually able to to tell someone about my my illness. I'm I'm highly allergic to to uh, tomatoes. I think somebody was trying to get me, but that's another story. Um, but um, I'm just thankful to be able to 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 speak and, and let people know, you know that. Um, you know, God is good, and, and everybody has, uh, you know, they have a place in this world, you know, and um, if they don't take advantage of it or appreciate it, uh, it can be taken just as fast as it was given. Nothing, li- nothing like death to make you appreciate life, huh? I tell you. Yes, sir. All righty, brother. Well, have a good morning, man. Glad you're all right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bless up. Hello, who's this? Uh, that's Jose from Miramar. Jose, get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to say that I feel like this is the president's last-ditch effort to get people to, to vote for him and, and side with him. This whole bomb threat thing, I think, is set up and it's counterfeit. Oh, wow. Why would that make people yeah, vote for him, though? How did that work? Why? Because he's sitting here saying how he's going to spare no expense and put all the resources in. And it's funny how they're targeting the same group of people that he's always talking bad about. Yeah, but a lot of people would say that it's his rhetoric that is charging people up to make them want to do things like that. Like this sick person is believing what he's saying, so they're targeting all of these Democrats. But it could be a scare tactic, too, though, because Donald Trump has said before that, you know, if I ever get impeached or something like that, uh, it would be like a riot or my people would wild out. Exactly. So so it could be a it could be a scare tactic that y'all better keep me in office or it could be trouble. Trouble. Yeah, it seems it seems like it's it's his own people that's going after everybody and starting the problem and then here he is to save the day like a fake superhero. That's a good so, point. I, I I can see that. Yeah, that's it, man. I just I feel like he's he's doing everything he can to sway America to vote for him again so he can stay clowning in his office. Well, not America, but those forty plus million people that voted for him before. Correct. <laughs> yes. Correct. All right, brother. Thank you for calling. All right. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. We got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about lessons learned on blackface. Find out who is about to probably lose their job, all because of some comments about blackface. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, we've been telling you about these devices, these suspicious packages that were found in several different locations uh, being mailed to some people who are clearly opponents of Donald Trump. Well, now another package has been found, and that was outside of Robert De Niro's restaurant, Tribeca Grill in Tribeca, which is actually right near where we work up here at the Breakfast Club. It's like three blocks away. Yes. Uh, Why would y'all tell somebody that? Okay. We're just trying like to they, let they people understand. Find, have one of these mayonnaise-loving, uh, racist bigots deliver a package here. All right? All right. Well, the NYPD does have that package, and they are going to be examining all of these packages to get some forensic clues to help identify who sent them. They said unless this person is some type of crazy mad genius, there's so much evidence out there, so they should be able to track that person down. All right, so just giving y'all a heads up. It's crazy. When I got to work this morning, I parked in a lot, and there was so many bomb squad trucks undercover. So I asked the uh, the cop that walks us walks us to in the building. I was like, what's going on? He said they must have found another bomb, and that's exactly and what happened. clearly they did, mm-hmm. right. All right, so this is in the process of happening right now and getting updated as we speak. Mm-hmm. All right, Christina Milian got into a situation. She actually was trying to go into a party, uh, after going to the Bruno Mars concert and they were trying to get into the bar off of the lobby but the bouncer blocked them and that's when all hell broke loose. 
Now, they're saying that she was with one of her friends, Nicole Williams, from the show Wags and some other people. And they blocked Christina Milian and one other friend from getting in. They said one of the friends who was inside reached to open the gate. And that's when she threw a drink at the bouncer and things got crazy. He tried to grab her. But then two guys stepped in and it turned into a brawl. Now, Christina Milian's telling a different story. The hotel manager told the group they could enter the bar. When the bouncer started getting aggressive, they left to go find the manager and that she did not throw anything at all. Envy, imagine you're going into the club with your friends mm-hmm. and they block you from going in. I'm not just going to walk into a club without knowing that I'm okay getting in. I, I see that happening exactly. a lot. People just move the velvet rope. No, that's a bouncer's job to make sure you can't go in. So, I mean, if the bouncer says good is good, you know I mean, I don't own a club. Now, if I own a club, yeah, it's something different. She's with a group of people, right? Her and her friends are inside, they're all together. Christina but, Milan walked up to that club thinking she was popping, mm-hmm. thinking that they seen why do fools fall in love, thinking he was a fan of Dip It Low, and she thought she was just going to march right on in, and boom. And who are said, you again? Nah, B, you not get in. And Christina then, Million? And that, who? That's probably what happened. You have a Christina Million on the list? There's a Christina Million? What? Huh? Christina Milan? Is there a Christina Milan on the list? You said you're from Milan? Yeah. You're visiting from Milan? Anytime. I've just seen people huh? flip out when they get to the door and, you know, so. I I'm love that. There. There's nothing I like more than seeing somebody say, you know who I am? It's a humbling and experience. Somebody yeah, says, absolutely. No, I don't. I don't. Wait right here with everybody else, please. I, absolutely. All right, right Megan Kelly, they're saying that she might actually get fired off of the Today Show and find another role for her over there because of those blackface comments. Let's revisit that. What is racist? Because because so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface yes, yes. on Halloween, or a black person who puts on whiteface yes. for Halloween. Like I, that, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. I, there was a controversy on the Real Housewives of New York with Luann, as she dresses Diana Ross, and she made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I thought like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how like that got racist on Halloween. I don't think that's a fireable offense. Her being well, they're saying that cools. it's not just that. They said there were talks even before those comments happened, and they were not happy with her She's on the Today Megan Show. Kelly. You knew what you was investing in, right? Some <laughs> like, people felt like they should have never taken her. Right? These people are crazy. You know, she should not have been uh, hired from Fox News for such a huge salary. They said the whole thing has been a disaster. So they're talking about toning down her role. Oh, so they use this as an out. When has Megyn Kelly not been controversial? They wanted it, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like you, they got it. you know who you're investing in when you invest in people like Megyn Kelly. So no, you can't. That's not a fireable offense. Well, now she did have these comments. I'm sorry. One of the great parts of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. I learned that given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any (sighs) costume. I have never been a PC kind of person, but I do understand the value in being sensitive to our history, particularly on race and ethnicity. This past year has been so painful for many people of color. The country feels so divided and I have no wish to add to that pain and offense. Who wrote that? I hate talking about stuff that's not in our culture and community. Did he ain't open up another school? Lord is born, I, like, I, like, I, who, I don't even care about that man. He filled apology. And, I and, and the truth of the matter is, like I was saying, it's not just this that's a fireable thing. It's the fact that they've been having issues with her. Her ratings aren't good. They've been well, I, I would rather pretty them, low as well. I, I would rather them fire her because her ratings aren't good because I think it's whack that they hired Megyn Kelly knowing who Megyn Kelly is. As she said, she's never been a PC type of individual. So you can't fire her when she says something you don't agree with. When yeah, you but- 
fired her because of those same opinions. I guess it's a you know it's a combination of different things. Not just I, I just think it's work. I'd rather they fire her for ratings than fire her for being Megyn Kelly because they hired. Because if her if ratings were great, it probably wouldn't even be a discussion. Yeah, any of y'all watch? Do y'all, any of y'all watch her show? I no. didn't even know she had another show. I was like, well, last like, time I knew she had a show was when she had the NBC show and she had Alex Jones on there. I mean, well, uh, one thing I know you guys will be watching is the new movie Bodied. All right, words are weapons. It's battle rap and it's the talking. most brutal lyrical sport. It's produced by one of the greatest Eminem, and it's supposed to be a hilarious movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called Bodied, and it's about an <laughs> accidental rap battle superstar. Uh, critics love it. They're saying it's a brutal, funny masterpiece. It will be in theaters Friday, November second. And if you want to see it, it's BodiedMovie.com. Now, Charlemagne, you're involved in this. Yes, uh, I've seen the movie because I'm actually in it. Uh, I play a character called Honey Grams. <laughs> And I'm a producer on it. Drop on the clues bombs for Joseph Kahn. Is it 100 grams or 100 grams? 100. Okay. 100 grams. Uh, what are you playing it? 100 grams. Okay. Oh, I play. I played. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you playing it? Are, the you, movie ra- are bodied, you battle rapping? The movie Bodied is about battle rap. So are you, are you I rapper? play. I play the host and promoter of the battle rap. So you're like Mackay Pfeiffer. I'm like Smack. You know uh, what I'm saying? I play the Smack. Why didn't you rap? Film. What was your rap name back in the day? Dizzy Van Winkle. But what I got to do with <laughs> you? So you could have been a rapper then. No, I'm Charlemagne the God. No, I'm promote, Punch you in I'm, the face. No, I'm the one who promotes the battles and uh and uh. Spray you with all right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor yeah. report. Put that's you out of space. Much. It's a good movie though. November second, it'll be out. Don't it, try to trace. And it's not PC at all. Me, Perry Sweet, Van Winkle. To uh. my man Jackie Long. It was Dizzy Van Winkle. Oh, I don't know who Perry Van Winkle. Is, <laughs> sounds like something you used to buy in the '90s to wear. You and Clue, when you first got your first check from Desert Stone, go buy all the Perry Van Winkle you can. That's Perry Winkle, sir. Okay, Perry that Van. Winkle. Take the Van out. Right. Perry Winkle. It's a nice purplish color. Morning, everybody. It's Steve. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, yesterday, a World Series game two, Boston Red Sox won again, 4-2, they lead that series. Drop on the clues, bombs for Boston. I was in Boston last night. I love the energy when, like, a championship game is being played in a city, and, you know, Boston is indeed a championship city, so salute to Boston. I was at the Wilbur Theater last night with my man DJ Pup Dog. What up, Pup Dog? All right, what are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are just giving you an update. We told you earlier, breaking news, there was another intercepted pipe bomb that was found. Uh, we told you already, that's the ninth pipe bomb that's been found, and they're saying they're Maybe even more as we get ready for midterm elections. These bombs have all been intended for at least seven officials, which include Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Maxine Waters, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. And they're saying there may be others that are mailed to other locations as well. So there was just another device that was found this morning. Nice little scare tactic. I can see Donald Trump uh, making people believe. And I'm not blaming this on Trump. I'm just saying Donald Trump's followers well, you know what? I am going to blame this on Trump, but I'm going to tell you why. why? Now, Trump says that if uh, he's impeached or something, then bad things will happen. Correct. I think this is one of those scare tactics. Like, if I'm not in office, uh, we're not in control of the House and the Senate, bad things will continue to happen like this. Ah. That's what I think. All is. right. Well, here's what Donald Trump had to say. The safety of the American people is my highest and absolute priority. The full weight of our government is being deployed to conduct this investigation and bring those responsible for these despicable acts to justice. We will spare no resources or expense in this effort. And I just want to tell you that in these times, we have to unify. I wonder if they catch these people and then these people say that they're Trump supporters, will his tune change? He doesn't like to insult his base. He doesn't like to offend his base. I wonder what his tune, his tune change at all. All right, well, let's talk about Tim Cook now, the CEO of Apple. Four years ago, he became the first CEO of a major company to come out as gay. Now, here's what he had to say about why he came out. I was public because 
I began to receive stories from kids who read something online that I was gay, and they were going through uh, being bullied, uh, feeling like their family didn't love them, being pushed out of their home, very close to suicide. I am a private person, and so I've kept me to my small circle. And I started thinking, you know, that is a selfish thing to do at this point. I need to be bigger than that. I need to do something for them. He also said that being gay is God's greatest gift to him. Here's what he said. I did not do it for other CEOs to come out. I was the first, which is kind of shocking that I was the first. I'm very proud of it. I am very proud of it. Yes, absolutely. To me, it is God's greatest gift to me. Okay. And, and Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, you know, he said it also gives him a level of empathy for other people who are not in the majority, and it also has given him a thick skin. So he said that are some of the benefits that he's had uh-huh. from coming out. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got some special guests joining us. We have from, what's the name of the show, 40 and Single? 40 mm-hmm. and Single. Now, let's not act like this is not black Hollywood royalty that we got coming in the building this morning, right. okay? We have Vanessa Williams. Of course, she was uh, a Miss America. She no, she was, wasn't. She was in Soul Food. You know what? Back 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 I hope she walk in here with a pistol and say, rock-a-bye, baby. Yes. You want to play me and talk about I'm Miss America. You know how many times she's heard that in her I life? I know, I know. I'm just playing. Yes, Vanessa A. Williams. You might know her from she New Jack City. She probably doesn't think that she's from New Jack City. She was also in Soul Food. And then you know Leon, right? Of Eddie. course. From the David five Ruffin. heartbeats, from the temptations. Okay. Above the rim. Above the rim. Waiting to exhale. So we'll kick Come it with on, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Huh? What? He, you know, Cynthia Bailey. They have a daughter. He's been we on Real Housewives of Atlanta. We're not going to say he's from there. When I think of Leon, I do not think of no Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm just telling y'all. He's been on the show We're not going to put him there. He's an actor that's done so. We're not going to put him on Housewives. I never even knew he was on there. You didn't? I had no idea. No, no. He was on there a lot with Cynthia. You learn something new every day on The Breakfast Club. You learn something you don't need every day on The Breakfast Club. When we come back, we're going to kick it with them, Mr. Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. We have Vanessa Williams. And Leon, welcome, guys. Ooh, yeah, good to be you. here. You so know, good to be here. It's like Black Hollywood royalty. Y'all been some of the greatest oh. cinema in the world, at least to me. Of my all favorite time. films. Absolutely. New Jack City, Soul <laughs> Food, Five Heartbeats, Above the Rim. Wait next hell, Candyman. Mm-hmm. See, don't, <laughs> say, don't say it five times, okay? Listen, horror movies are my favorite genre of oh. movies. By the way. That's great, again. That's great. Do y'all look back on the work y'all did and say, "Wow"? Sometimes. Um, uh, no. <laughs> I no, mean, it's I'm, nice. I'm, I'm always moving forward, yeah. but but you know you hear it all the time. Yeah. You know, every time I hear it from someone like you, anybody, you know, that's what it's really about. Because I don't watch my movies. Mm-hmm. You watch them, and so if you dig them, that's what's up. We have to watch their movies. Well, nah, because I'm too critical. Out. Yeah, I went like even the first time. No, no, the first time at the screening, and then the next time, you know, and then after a while, I start picking myself apart. I'd be like, "Why you hold your head like that? Your lips be looking funny." (laughs) You know, but you were younger then, though, so you didn't know a lot of stuff. Like you learned as you went on, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm still working, so I'm still there's still things for me to watch. Got you. (laughs) So yeah. I mean, I'm happy when people like remember stuff, and it keeps you connected and current you guys talking about it so you know I, I, I love it I love the love I'm in it for the love no of course I love the love people coming back to me for, yeah. you know quoting my lines and stuff I, I see know. I see Diddy anybody <laughs> doing doing David Ruffin to me you know what I'm saying I'm like, yeah. you know it's like you know I love it I mean if you if you, you love it so much you can remember the lines and the scenes I mean if he, sometimes I look at my Instagram and, and there's kids 
eight years old doing my scene from David Ruffin mm. when I'm telling him, you know, it should be David Ruffin, The Temptations. Eight-year-old kid, got glasses on, the whole deal, suit. He's been raised right. That's what <laughs> I'm that like, that was, that's, well, that's if he's imitating David Ruffin, I don't know that's if he's been raised right. Well, <laughs> I mean, just, just to know his, his history, though, yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. I appreciate it. I really you know? do. By the way, most of these films are still on right now, okay? Yeah. These films come on every day, it seems like. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, I guess there was a poll about five years ago, and um, AOL did the top 25 African-American films the last 25 years, and Five Heartbeats was number one. That's wow. one of my, so, I always have so that impactful. listed as, wow. like, one of my top movies ever. I could watch that over and over, and the music on there was so phenomenal, yes. too. It's key, because, you know, I remember um, when I first started this business, his attorney told me something I never forgot. He said, thousands of actors are going to walk across a lot of screens, stages. It don't say... Paid a million dollars, paid ten million, paid five thousand. All they remember is memorable work. That's real. That's mm -hmm. all they're gonna ever remember. She said, "Do memorable work, and then you will go on past your time." Y'all definitely did that. That's real, though. Well, we thank you. It's, it's interesting though, because it's like y'all come from the time where there were so many black stories being told, and then it's just like the industry went totally away from that. Now they're back to it. Why? Yeah, they're back to it now. You know, the thing we have to worry about now is telling quality stories. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many of the stories now that are, they're all the same. You know, I think the influence of um, hip-hop music and everything has given us a lot of different stories. But how do we tell these stories differently? You know, and what I love about 40 and Single, the series that, that we're doing, here's us Bring someplace else in the world. It brings yeah, us yeah. together because to the diaspora. We're, yeah, we're, we're not just here in America. Right. We're all around the world. Mm -hmm. You know, so why aren't we telling stories that resonate with us here that are told where we tell this story in Ghana mm -hmm. or France or any place else in the world. Where the diaspora, all where the diaspora has gone. And so this is the way we connect. So it was wonderful working with uh, the Ghanaian actors and director and like really bridging those gaps, you know, going back home well, creatively. Well, what 40 and Single is for people who don't know. Oh, yes. It. And that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> 40 and Single is a new original series on UMC. Mm -hmm. Um which is follows the story of Ibana Temple, uh, who was a biracial, bisexual bridal designer for the high society in Ghana. Mm -hmm. And she struggles with her place in the world that's controlled by men and the women who frequent her shop. And I play her good friend, an American, mm -hmm. looking for love in Ghana, kind of come home and, and capture that, like... You're an African man. Yeah, yeah, good African man. was that trash, you had to go, go back home? <laughs> I, I guess, exactly. <laughs> you know, she wait, wanted, wait, wait. She wanted it, to do real thing. Depend, it depends on what neighborhood you're in. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, but she, it doesn't work out quite like she was hoping to. So, uh, you know, so uh, she had to handle some things. And you had to deal with colorism and all of that? Because I was reading that. And yes, that I mean, not my storyline, but certainly for Ebena, that that is certainly um, you know wherever we were colonized and everything, you know, there there becomes that gradation of what is the standard of beauty that we're going to you know accept. And you know, same sex is illegal there. Yes. Oh, it's so illegal. Yeah. That's not, the other we're thing. We're not talking about being on the wow. DL. We're talking yeah. about committing a crime. Right. Wow. It's, yeah, you can be okay. arrested. And Even today, now. Yeah. yeah. And so what's and what's what I love about this story is that it resonates so mm -hmm. well with what we're going on here because what happens, what we're dealing with around the world is exactly the same. We go through the same problems. Just the severity of it is yeah. crazy. It's like here you may be just on the down low. Someplace else, it's illegal. Mm. Mm. You know. So it's like the severity of it is just more in your face and more realistic. And but the stories resonate. You know, this, this film. I mean, this. TV Seriously? show played at the LA Film Festival and won. 
and um, for best episodic um, pilot. And because the people truly resonated with what was happening. Women really felt the same exact things were going on with them here. It's universal. Yeah, it's, yeah. Re- it's universal. All right, we have more with Vanessa A. Williams and Leon. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Vanessa A. Williams, actress, and Leon in the building. Charlamagne? I always wondered after you played Keisha in New Jersey. I always wondered. I'm like, what does, what does Vanessa Williams really think about guns? Oh, <laughs> You know, I don't, my kids didn't have them. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not for it. You know, my thing when I was going, I had that sort of conscious conflict, right, mm-hmm. between the character and 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 what I believed. And I was on some like, you know, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And because Keisha, you know, in this effort to like be have family and be connected and have more, you know, she died tragically. Yeah. You know, so it's not about by any means necessary because we're not in that kind of war and so it's like the it's like arm yourself with education arm yourself with good thought and and about being the best you can be because it's all like from your consciousness of the divine and your connection with what to your dream that you can achieve whatever it is you want so let that be your warrior spirit let it let it work through that now for yourself leon you've played in a lot of movies where you're a musician and you're a musician in real life Mm -hmm, right and so there's a lot of tragic things that happen in movies like that a lot of breakups and you know we witnessed a lot of things happening from back then so did you perhaps sometimes get a little like nervous like i gotta make sure um you know, stay away from certain things because I don't want to be like one of the characters or in the movies that I played. No, 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 I never think that. You know, I think lots of the times the characters that I play, um, especially in the musicians, um, they're flawed characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have those flaws and you live with those flaws and you live with those demons in you, they come out in different ways. And they, and they usually come out when you're very successful because that's when you're more likely to act up. Or think you can act up. Have you ever <laughs> felt like David Ruffin for real? Like he was bigger than the situation you was in? Mm. Um, no. Only time I say I felt like David Ruffin was was in a personal situation when um. Oh, do tell. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna tell too much. <laughs> but I did tell the person that that mm-hmm. I was involved with at this time that I said, "Don't let me turn into that character you saw in the movie." Okay, you ain't nothing without me. Yeah, because <laughs> so so I said that's in me. Okay, okay I'm great, just not great. keep. I'm not letting you see it. So let us keep it there. But so that, <laughs> what happened to her? <laughs> he married her. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't marry her. And I can't say anymore. Okay. Would the Harvard people to take you serious as a musician since you played like roles in the Five Heartbeats and like Little Richard? Did they think you were serious or just like we, acting a little? Well, you know, you know, the the funny thing is, it's really crazy because there's it, two schools of thought here. One, I'm probably people would always say I'm the actor that people most think can sing or they want to see sing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you know you get. Show me no, yeah, right. When mm-hmm. I first come out, and I'd be on tour with Barris Hammond. I'd be, you know, right. like so. But nominated for awards. Yeah, yeah. But you, but people, you know, always gonna reluctant because you do something, they know you for something else. Acting is the only field where I you find can't. Still, yeah, yeah. The people are skeptical when you do something else. <laughs> A rapper. He can barely even talk. He talk about he doing Shakespeare in the park. That's cool. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. like I don't get it. I mean, I we play other things constantly. That's yeah. all we yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Leon, did you have a relationship with Tupac before or after Above the Rim? Um, you know, from the very first day that um we got together for a read-through, you know, I remember him walking in and it was like, he was loud and bodacious and, you know, but he came over to me and he was like, and this is the way he was the entire time we worked. He was like, he walked over to me and goes, you are in the five heartbeats. 
Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna have a problem with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's respect. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so, I mean, when we did our scenes, he was on point. He was great, as He's you can see. Actor. As you can see. And um, it was just that it was all the other things, man. You know, like he'd be talking about going to, you know, going back to some t-shirt shop and, you know, and beating up somebody because they were selling his t-shirts, you know, or mm. passing out, you know, um, fake CDs or fake tapes back then. No, 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 no. Passing out blunts and stuff to the extras and stuff while we shooting. Really? You know what I mean? You know, it's like, and then he had, he shot an off-duty police officer. Mm-hmm. So that held up, you know, production. Oh, wow. That was Twice. all during then? Yes, yeah, all during. Oh, wow, it was wow, wow, all wow. during that time, you know, and it was crazy because the night he got shot, I was there. I was in Vegas, you know. I, we were talking, everything else, and it was it was it was like a cloud over the whole evening. It was like it broke our hearts. It was hurt, you know. I never want to see none of my brothers go down, no. and then I never want to see any kind of war of words amongst entertainers come to this. Yeah. Right. Let's take this, it out in the art, in the yeah, music. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's there's never any reason for for both of those brothers to be dead. Yeah. Do you guys like the way that Hollywood has evolved? A lot more people have access. Yes. But do you think it gets oversaturated? Well, for me, you know, and, and probably, I don't know, we've started our careers many years ago. I'm ecstatic at the opportunities that young brothers and sisters have now. I often wonder about the art now. Like, is it having the same effect on kids as it did on me? Like, I can re- I remember Cheryl from The Cosby Show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know that if the was... art is having that kind of impact. Because Cheryl wasn't the main character on the show. Right. You know, the no. problem we have, we have now is because of so many channels, because of social media, these kids are growing up with a lack of attention span. Mm-hmm. And they also don't have that one show. Like, when the Cosby show came on, that was the that show was to it. watch. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's nothing yeah. else to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, there's so right. many things you could be watching or you mm-hmm. tape it or mm-hmm. on demand. Mm-hmm. If you don't like this episode, mm-hmm. you go to something else. Right. You know, kids That's are growing point. up with not having an attention span. It's very long. You know about it, too. They talk to you about your social media. Like, make sure you get them in the first whatever because they're going to switch off, you know? It's like, that's where we're living right now, mm-hmm. you know? How, how was that working on Cosby Show? Well, it was wonderful. That that time in Hollywood, you know, Mr. C was really making a lot of things possible for a lot of people. And so, you know, what's happened is, like, I, I just pray that, you know, we don't lose the reverence and sort of appreciation for what that was because of the tragic sort of you know, ending that we're that or that we're here at. Yeah, people are taking it's painful. Uh, they're taking it out on the art, which I don't necessarily think is right. Right. Did yeah. that break your heart? It that? did. Yeah. It did, absolutely. Absolutely. But what we can't but what I can know and what I do know is what good that was that was provided for all of us as a culture. I mean, yeah. you know, when that show was out, you know, people used to there used to be interviews about like so are there black families that have a doctor and a lawyer in that? I mean, it just was so huge in terms of, like, humanizing black people and what we could do and what and what we were possible of and how we were seen. Yeah, so cool. it did, and all of that impact. And it went beyond that. Beyond, it yeah. Went beyond that. It was, they, they, they became America's family. Yeah. A black family became America's, America's family. family. And that was tremendous. And that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing, you know. And so, I mean... We are sad because we grew up on it. Mm-hmm. You know, the younger generation don't really doesn't really know about that. But they're but, on the shoulders but of you it. You said something that's that's really interesting. Is that why can't we separate the art? If you look at the behavior of our greatest artists, you wouldn't want to follow or buy any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and, and lots of times being an artist, 
you you're not all there. Well, you That's said dealing with you dealing with demons. You do. You know what I'm saying? Allows you the reason why you actually might have even escaped to do the things that you're doing and create the things that you're doing. But if you do it with with that, you have to do it with R. Kelly. You have to do it with you know. It's it's a lot. Well, no, no, but, they do. But I they think do. crime must be punished crime you know if you commit a crime there's no excuse for that there's no like getting around mm -hmm. a crime but i'm saying in terms of does do do we then say oh no the music is not is crap because the mm -hmm. you know that person committed a crime that's what the separation yeah. right is. exactly i mean yeah crime is a crime man and, and you know if you do something wrong you know to anyone for and, whatever and, reason you know, and, and especially because we all got a backstory you know especially today you know in the situation we're in now you know with women you committing a crime a crime you pay for the crime Absolutely. right play but it doesn't mean your music's not good doesn't mean your show wasn't good doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you're it not didn't a good have the impact anymore. that it had it doesn't you know mean what I'm that you didn't cross lines and that you didn't help people in their careers all along the way it doesn't it doesn't take away from that right and it's why we, you know, are troubled. And why it impacts us so so heavily. It makes our heart heavy. Well, we thank you guys for joining us. Hey, thank 40 you. 40 and single. Every Thursday, right? Every Thursday, yes. new episode of 40 and single until November 15th. And then you can watch, you can binge watch. Binge watch the whole UMC. thing. UMC.tv. Yes. UMC.tv. Also on Xfinity and also on Amazon Prime. All right, well, shout out to Vanessa A. Williams and Leon for joining us. Now, when we come back, let's talk about separating art. From humanity, right? I, I feel art, art, art from the artist. I feel like this is like a, 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 a age-old argument. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like this is just one of those things that you will constantly be discuss be discussing until the end of time. Yeah, we, we'll talk about it because I feel like I love the Cosby Show. I love watching it. It has done a lot for me as a child. Even a different world. It's the reason why I went to Hampton. But then you look at Bill Cosby and some of the things that he's done, and but, you say, "Wow!" You know, Bill Cosby's not Heathcliff Huxtable. Right? Correct. But R. Kelly. R. Kelly put up some amazing records. I don't listen to R. Kelly. Only reason I don't listen to R. Kelly is because I think that his music was directly influenced by the young women that he was sleeping with. All right, well, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, shout out to Vanessa Williams, Vanessa A. Williams, and Leon for joining us. And we were talking about how do you separate the artists from the art. I feel like this is an age-old argument. That will never, ever, ever, ever stop being debated. The way I look at it, like with the Cosby show, right? There were many other characters on that show that I enjoyed. And so I would like to support that. So I wouldn't stop or boycott the Cosby show. But if Bill Cosby did something new, I wouldn't support something new that he was doing now. I will say this. Uh, the difference between Bill Cosby and like R. Kelly is the Cosby show is based on a bunch of fictional characters. R. Kelly is a real person. R. Kelly makes really sexual music. He's made songs like Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, Correct. Seems Like You're Ready, he calls himself the Pied Piper. So it seems like his music is a direct reflection of the crimes that he has committed. The Cosby show is a like bunch of fictional characters. But he's also done songs that, that really help people I with I Believe I, I, I Can Fly, fly. And, and, I think you can listen to those. and things like that. Yeah, I think you can listen to those. Listen, I still, if uh, I Miss My Homies remix still comes I miss on, my homies, I yeah. let that rock. You but know I, I mean? will say this, it's all a matter of your own personal preference. I'm not not gonna tell somebody if you have a problem with someone or what something somebody has done and it affects you in a different way that it affects me if that's your choice to not listen or support that person that's an individual choice I agree and then we gotta talk about Yeezy same thing with Kanye that I had that's stupid wonder where his sneakers because of some of the things that he said yeah but his political view he uh, Kanye didn't commit a crime as much as we want to act like Kanye committed a crime, he That's didn't true. commit a crime. Kanye didn't do, hasn't done anything necessarily wrong. He's done things that you don't agree with. Right, and if, and if you don't agree with him and you don't want to support him, you don't have to. I agree with that, yeah, too. Yeah, that's all.
But I just don't. I don't. I don't think that all that. I don't think all of that is under the same umbrella as Cosby and R. Kelly. Like with um, Seinfeld, right? When the uh, um, the character who Kramer. played Kramer, Kramer, when he said used the M word and did all of that stuff, Seinfeld was one of my favorite shows, and I used to watch all you the. You stopped watching it because of- I actually did stop watching it. Was but I still like Jerry Seinfeld, and maybe I would watch it now. But it did irritate me enough to make me be like, you know what? I don't want to support this guy. I understand why you would do that, but I'm just saying, like Seinfeld, once, that's a fictional show too, right? So it's like they all play fictional characters. They're not themselves on that show. So I, I don't have a problem supporting But then like look at somebody art. like Roseanne, right? She got canceled off of her reboot that she had coming, and that's because of the comments that she made, and but, people did not want to see her on that show. But the character she played on the TV show was a reflection of her real life. She was actually very she, Islamophobic on the actual Roseanne show on and, the reboot. That was a real and, you know, and that yeah. wasn't a crime. But a lot of people still supported it and still watched her ass. Right, but it wasn't a crime, but people are like, I'm not watching that. I mean, even Floyd Mayweather. People say so many different things about Floyd Mayweather, but then still go and support the fights. You know, whether it was domestic violence, whether his support of Trump, whether a lot of the things that he did, but... Yeah, with Floyd, you you, you enjoy watching him beat up on men, but you don't enjoy the stories of him beating up on women. You know, and I still watch his fights. You know, it's 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 a difficult one. Or somebody like Roman Polanski that has directed films, but he's you can't even come into the country. I ain't never seen no Roman Polanski film in my Me life. Me neither. I ain't Actually, I, I when I was younger, I definitely did. I didn't know like, ever. Who, I didn't know who he was, like, as a director, but I definitely have. I still don't know who he is, other than his name. I ain't even said his name. I had no idea. I still don't. (laughs) She was talking about Roman Polanski? You never saw Rosemary's Baby? Nicki Minaj was was talking about Roman Polanski? Yes, I thought she said something about Roman Polanski. That's what Envy said. I don't know. Let me Google right now, man. Hold on, so you telling me that, man, you lying. You made that up. All right, let me see. Nikki but Minaj. you guys never saw Rosemary's Baby? No. That was a huge movie. That's like an Illuminati movie. No. I definitely saw Rosemary's Baby. Never saw it. Yes, in the song Stupid Ho, she says, Yes, my name is Roman, last name's Zelansky, but not relation to Roman Polanski. Yes, my name is Roman, last name is Zelansky, but no relation to Roman Polanski. Uh, yeah, salute to Boston. I was in Boston last night at the Wilbur Theater with my man DJ Pup Dog, man, uh, promoting my new book, Shook When Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. Thank you to everybody who came out. I had to run out, and I couldn't sign everybody's book, and that hurt my feelings. So, I, but thank y'all, Boston. Well, Pup Dog got y'all. I'm sure he can. Anybody that needs anything, you hit up DJ Pup Dog and he'll help you out. Pup Dog left before me. It was a game on. No, Pup Dog was like, I'm oh out, my bro. Gosh. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when we come back, we got the rumors, ye? Yes, we're gonna be talking about the Migos. Find out why they are getting sued, and they're gonna have to walk it like I tuck it. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you, baby. Pull me closer. Ooh. Oh my God, that just hurt me. Wait till I start singing Trip. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Clubs. Now we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about in the rumors? Yes, we are going to talk about this artist who says he's a better rapper than some of your favorite rappers like Andre 3000. See if you agree with him. He's a little delirious. I actually seen the interview. He's a lot delirious. But we'll get into that next. Keep it loud. But right now, here's Meek Mill. All eyes on you, Nicki Minaj, Chris Brown. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, before you tease the rumors, I just want to say something. What? Because I'm looking at what Donald Trump had to say now. We told y'all earlier there was a ninth device that was found in Tribeca, in New York, outside Robert De Niro's restaurant, right, Right. with all these bombs that are being mailed out. Mm -hmm. He said, a very big part of the anger we see today in our society is caused by the purposely false and inaccurate reporting of the mainstream media that I refer to as fake news. It has gotten so bad and hateful that it is beyond description. Mainstream media must clean up its act fast. So he's trying to say a lot of this has to do with the media, and that's why these devices are getting mailed out. Oh, so he's not blaming a person for sending them out. He's he's yeah, blaming the media that they're sending them fault. out. 
All right, well, let's get to these rumors. Uh. Let's talk Migos. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Well, we all love this song, Walk It Like I Talk It. Walk it well, the Migos like are now it. being sued for that song. A rapper, M.O.S., is saying that is his song. He recorded a song just like that back in 2007. It was released on a mixtape in 2008. And here's what the original song sounds like. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Oops. Um, does that sound similar to you? Hell yeah. <laughs> I wonder who created that. I wonder if the producer brought that actual hook or if somebody brought that hook, but hell yeah, he's going to get some bread. Maybe that was they were like kind of sampling it. How does that work? Because I know you can like take something and redo it as your own. You got to and... pay for it. You can't okay. just take something and just say it's mine. You you, you can't, but Migos are so creative. I don't understand. I, I don't know, but that, that, that definitely... If I'm the judge, I'm giving that dude some money. Yes, they definitely walked it like they talked it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, but Takeoff has his solo album coming out, and he has uh, talked about the release date for that. That's going to be on November 2nd. It's called Rocket. So. Right. I'm excited about that. All right. I think he's. I think he gets the, the busiest out of the Migos, in my opinion. The last Rocket. So we're going to hear Takeoff's debut solo album. So I guess uh, right after that, it's going to be Offset, and then they're going to probably put out Culture 3 at the beginning of next year. Them, them boys are working. I like that. All right, now uh, let's discuss Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon was on Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast, and he talked about basically being a battle rapper and how much better that he is than some of your favorite rappers. And You're I a better rapper than Will I Smith. I am a better rapper than Will Smith. And Will Smith is pretty damn good. Come any forum, your your Instagram page, wilding out wherever you, you will battle, will battle. You will battle Will Smith. 100%. I feel like I'm better than 90% of the rappers out there. I freestyle so well that I don't even do it no more. Like, if you watch Wildin' Out, <laughs> everybody else is, like, preparing and writing bars. Like, I, my freestyle is crazy. I would call Lil Wayne one of the greatest, Drake one of the greatest, uh, Andre 3000. But it's like, you put those cats in a battle form going back and forth, and they're not going to be able to You to think you can, You think you can outbattle all of those guys? Absolutely. What about Eminem? He's bugging. He done lost his damn mind. But, He's okay, not now, I will say, when he does Wildin' Out, it does sharpen your battle off the top he of the head skills. He is not better than... Drake, not better than But at freestyling, we're talking about freestyle battles. Not better than Andre 3. No, 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 no. Because I don't know that that Wayne, Drake, Mm -mm. and Andre are known for being battle rappers. No. No. Drake studies it. You're not beating Drake. Will Smith, Have you ever seen Drake battle rap? Uh, yes. I seen him battle rap against Pusha T. That didn't work out too well for him. That's not a bad, that's not a freestyle. He wrote those. Still, I don't don't think, no. He's not beating none of those guys. All right. I'm sorry. Could he beat you? I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Uh-uh. No. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Up next is Donkey of the Day. Charlemagne is giving his donkey to somebody, so we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Yes, donkey of the day for Thursday, October 25th goes to two young ladies from the great state of Florida. Uh, you know Florida. 
I was watching Andrew Gillum last night during the debate for Florida's governor race, and I said to myself, damn, I wish I was a resident of Florida so I could vote for Andrew Gillum. And then soon after I saw this story, I said to myself, hell no, nope. I don't ever want to be a resident of Florida. I'll just be happy visiting, okay? Uh, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say? The craziest people in all of America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. It's literally like every day people in Florida are raising the bar when it comes to crazy. As soon as you hear one story about crazy in Florida, then along comes someone else saying, hold my orange juice. I got this. Okay, today's story absolutely gave me anxiety, and the only reason I'm sharing this story is because I want to pass some of this anxious energy on to y'all. Because if I don't tell somebody, I'm going to hold on to it in my mind, and I don't need that kind of energy on me all day. Now, if you have my new book, Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me, which is out right now, then you know I have a chapter in there called Parental Paranoia which documents the anxiety us parents feel when we have to let our kids venture into this crazy world on their own, okay? As a parent, sadly, it's hard not to think about all the things that can happen to your kids between school shootings, human trafficking, creepy-ass pedophilia-loving adults. I don't even want to talk about it because the things I want to happen in my life, I think about constantly. The things I don't want to happen, I don't think about it all. And I unpack in therapy to learn how not to have these thoughts. But it's hard, especially when you hear stories like this. Now, keep in mind, these two young girls are 11 and 12. They attend Bartow Middle School in Florida. And I will tell you once again, they are Satan worshipers. Two 11 and 12-year-old Satan worshipers from Florida. I can't make this kind of stuff up, people. Let's go to CNN for the report, please. A butcher knife, pizza cutter, scissors. These are some of the weapons an 11 and 12-year-old brought to Bartow Middle School on Tuesday to allegedly kill classmates. They wanted to kill at least 15 people and were waiting in the bathroom for the opportunity to find smaller kids that they could overpower to be their victims. Extra officers were already on campus after another student reported concerns on Monday. But police tell us the plot was foiled only after one of the girl's mother called in when a robocall said she skipped school. Officers found them in the bathroom with a goblet on hand to reportedly drink their victim's blood. Messages appear to show the girls planned the murders and even to kill themselves when it was done. Where did they get this from? Uh, what website, what movie, what YouTube video, who planted this seed in the minds of two 11 and 12-year-olds? Uh, I love to tell people don't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings, but that don't seem heavy enough for this situation because truth be told, I don't understand this situation. <laughs> and I have gotten to the point in my life where I'm not sitting around attempting to understand crazy, okay? The only reason I'm sharing this story is because I don't want to be the only person thinking about this all day today, all right? The same anxiety and light panic attacks that I will have throughout today thinking about this, I I want y'all to suffer with me, all right? As I sit around and hope and pray that my kid isn't in school with fools like this, I want y'all to feel my same pain. The thing that is keeping me from not having a major panic attack about this story is the fact that I believe in God, and I walk in faith, not fear. And even when I have the fear, I give it to God and then my therapist. And the other reason I'm not freaking out over this situation is simply because we're not in Florida. Please give these two 11 and 12-year-olds from Florida the biggest hee-haw. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Don't thank me for it, because I wish I didn't have to talk about that. All right. Now, when we come back, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Celeste. Hey, Celeste, what's your question for Yee? Okay, so I just, I'm currently in a relationship. And 
it's a new relationship, but we've been kind of like dealing with each other for a year. And the only reason I feel like we got in a relationship is because he's seen that I was interested in someone else because I didn't feel like he was serious. And we kind of messed around or whatever. And then that's when he was like, you know, he realized he was like, I want to be with you as a relationship. And now he's talking about marriage and everything. And I'm, I don't even know how to tell him, like, I said, too much right now. So you got trapped into a relationship with somebody you didn't even want to be in a relationship with? No, I'm not trapped. I definitely want to be with him. But I just don't know how to tell him, like, that's too much right now. Like, we just got into a relationship, you know, like. I didn't even know that he was this serious until, you know, all these feelings can pour out. Now, Celeste, truthfully, the fact that you can sit here and tell us this but not tell him that definitely means you're not ready to be in a relationship with him like that because you should be able to express that to somebody that you could potentially spend the rest of your life with. Right, but I feel like I don't know how to say it to him without hurting his, like, pride and, you know. Listen, his feelings might be hurt, but you have to be honest. It's more hurtful for you to say, uh, yeah, not mean it, and then it's a disaster. I think it's important now to say, look, We've been dating for this amount of time. I really like you, and I'm enjoying this dating phase of what we have going on and where that could potentially lead to. I do see a future with you, but I don't know if we're ready to be engaged yet, and I want us to just enjoy ourselves and take our time. We're not in a rush. Perfect. Okay. You wrote that down? No, I mean, I got it. <laughs> no, I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I got it, yeah. My mom's name is Celeste, too, so. Oh, cool. I don't even know nobody else named Celeste, but, you know. All right. Well, good luck, Celeste. And, yeah, just be honest. You're a great catch. Thanks. He's not trying to let you get away, so trust and believe. He's not oh, going anywhere. I, I hope so. I mean, because, listen, I'm too fine and I'm 24, so. Yes, girl, take your time. Take your time. Do not rush into anything. Y'all got all the time right now. Okay. All right, that was Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. More Ask Yee when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now it's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Tatiana. Hey, Tatiana. What's your question for you? Um, I remember a few days ago you posted on your Twitter about a guy who had just gotten his herpes diagnosis mm-hmm. and he felt so weird about it. But I myself have recently gotten that diagnosis and for someone who has their whole life ahead of them and has you know, just graduated college and I just don't have the confidence that I used to have before because of this disease that is still tainted. Do you have any uh, advice for someone that wants to, I guess, get in? the dating scene and I guess because I, I don't feel good enough for the guy that I used to date before the mm-hmm. person that gave me the city. Well, first of all, I think what people need to do and if you looked at my Instagram post that I did for Ask Yee with a, a man said he just ended up getting herpes from a woman he dated. He felt like he was stuck in a relationship with her. There were a lot of people that were giving information about herpes and if people do their research, they'll see this is not something that can I mean, it affects you, but it shouldn't stop you from doing anything in your life. Like a lot of times people might have an outbreak, might have a couple of outbreaks and it gets better. And also there's Valtrex and things like that that you can take so that you can help make sure you don't get outbreaks as frequently. And a lot of people live with herpes. I mean, like I think they said one in every three people have herpes of some sort. So it's not like it's an uncommon thing. It's just something that has a stigma attached to it that people make fun of, you know. And I think that's what the real problem is. So I think as long as you keep yourself educated on it, you make sure you have a healthy diet. If you need to get on medication, you do that. You know, you can get herpes from and transfer it to somebody if you're having an outbreak. It doesn't even have to be sexual contact. It could be skin-to-skin contact. But it is important for you to be honest when you get to the point where you might be about to be intimate with someone. And being that so many people have it, you'll be surprised at how people will respond to it. 
So does this mean that I have to, uh, I guess, every encounter, every sexual encounter, I have to do something serious? What if I don't want to have to tell someone my whole business just to, I guess, hook up with them? I think it is important that you let people know that that way they have a choice on whether or not they want to go for it. Because imagine someone gave that to you. How did that make you feel? Yeah, I felt terrible. Right. So you want to at least give people the option, and you'll be surprised. And you can let people know, look, if I'm not having an outbreak, it can't be, you shouldn't get it that way, you know, and you just you just be careful. And let people know, sometimes people have herpes and they don't even know they have it because mm-hmm. it's dormant in them, and they might never have an outbreak. So, so many people do have it, so just make sure that you have your facts with you and make sure that you're honest about it and know that there's so many other people around you that have it. Whether or not they're talking about it, they do. Okay. Well, thank you. All right, and I'm so sorry. You sound so sad. I am very sad. Uh, herpes not the end of the world. <laughs> it's definitely not the end. Think about how many people are living with herpes and having great lives. I got a lot of friends with herpes. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something, really? man. I'm really starting to believe that herpes just needs better representation. It needs a better marketing plan, better promotion. Herpes needs a rebrand. Like, let's start with the name. Like, the name sounds like something you don't want. Herpes. Like, it just sounds well, nobody crazy. nobody wants herpes. Yeah, yeah, nobody wants herpes. And if you're going to have sex with them, you know, tell them. But don't just tell people you dating. You know, don't be sitting around at dinner and you don't got no plans yeah. of sleeping with the dude. I and mean, you're like, hey, I got herpes. That's, you know, no. Only people you're sleeping with. I mean, even if people I'm sleeping with, it's not like, it's just, it's just casual. I mean. You still I, have to let them know. Because, <laughs> like I said, someone passed it on to you. You don't want to pass it on to somebody. Let them make that choice. And listen, guys... They will still go for it. Trust me. Do women with herpes, like, tell guys, like, how they talk with their periods? Like, if a guy be like, yo, we smashing tonight, and she be like, oh, I'm in between. I'm, I'm having an Break outbreak out. right now. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to say that, but you can say, uh, you know, it's not a good time for me. Oh, when you want to. Do you say, come over, I'm in between outbreaks? No. Oh. But, yeah, it's just a stigma attached to it. Tatiana, it's nothing for you to be ashamed of. It just needs a rebrand. That's all. <laughs> That's why I wanted, like, you need some people, some fly people to come out and be like, look, I got herpes, I've been had it, that's all. Because it's not even an STD, right? It's like a skin-to-skin disease, right? No, it's an STI. It's STI, right? And listen, oh. and we see people all the time that have herpes bumps on their lips and all of that. It doesn't prevent anybody from talking to them. It's a rash. Okay, you doing good? <laughs> I'm sorry, mama. I don't have it, though, but I have friends that got it. See, that's what people always do, that disclaimer. I don't have it, though. No, I do, but I'm serious. I I have have friends that got it. Mm -hmm. How many friends? FYI, we all have friends with herpes. Trust and believe. But I I have one that actually has been talking to me about it because they want to talk about it, and Mm. I think they should. You know what I'm saying? I think that herpes just needs better representation. That's all. Okay. All right. That's how you erase the stigma, talking about it. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Well, Mariah Carey stays with a job. Find out what she has coming up next. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Mariah Carey. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Mariah Carey made an announcement on her Instagram. She said she is back. Uh, She's going to be advising for The Voice starting Monday. And that's going to be pretty exciting because Mariah Carey's pretty good. I like when I watch her critique people and give advice. So imagine that. That has to be really exciting for anybody that's on The Voice. More light on me, darling. She'll be an advisor on Jennifer Hudson's team during this season's round. Okay. There you go. All right. Now... Uh, Amara La Negra, she is talking about Spice. Now, if you guys remember, Spice from Love and Hip Hop, and she's a reggae artist who has a number one song out right now. Uh, she In Jamaica. Yes, in Jamaica, mm-hmm. on the reggae charts. So it looks like she's 
bleaching her skin and people were talking about that. She appeared way lighter, but it's for a music video. Here's what Spice had to say. All right, so I have a song called Black Hypocrisy. Where basically, um, as a black woman, I think I'm mostly called black by my own race. And I, I, I'm trying to please them. So I'm, 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 I'm going to see what they have to say now that because of them, I've changed my complexion a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just pleasing them. Now here's what Amara La Negra had to say about her support for Spice. Amara La Negra is supporting Spice 100%. You know what? I feel that she was smart. She used a strategy that worked. Sometimes you have to do drastic things for people to pay attention because when you're vocal about it and you continuously say it, people don't listen. For those that don't know, obviously, you know, it's makeup. She was just trying to get her point across, which I've lived it my whole life. Is it makeup or is she really... She did it for her Black Hypocrisy video and oh. just to prove a point. Oh, so she's not really like that. She just did it for the video. Right. Okay, that's fine. It's just interesting because around the same time, Vibes Cartel, they showed his son who also has been bleaching his skin. He's only 13 years old. But part of the lyrics in Black Hypocrisy, she talks about how she was told she would reach further if the color of her skin was lighter. She said, I was made to feel inferior because society said brown girls prettier. I like I like Spice and, and I, I'm glad she didn't bleach her skin. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm really glad because yeah. there's a lot of girls out there that's dealing with it. And, you know, sometimes when people, celebrities or artists take that way out, they feel like it's okay instead of just being fine with loving themselves and, and being fine with loving their own skin. So, shout to Spice. Yeah, and it really did make a statement because think it about did. it. Everybody's talking about it. If she would have just put out that video without doing that, mm-hmm. it would have just not been as big a deal as it is now. So, that was a big statement. So, she me. did not bleach her skin. It's makeup. Okay, good. All right, Pete Davidson has canceled another appearance appearance since him and Ariana Grande broke up and canceled their engagement. Now, he was supposed to perform at St. Louis University yesterday, but he did not appear. You know, I think everybody that's close to him, or if you know him or whatever, show him some love, because I'm sure it's not easy. I mean, it's got to be difficult. People are trolling him right now. You break up with somebody, and, you know, that was your fiancé, the love of your life, you're planning your future, and then... It didn't work out for and whatever so reason. Public. It has, he, yeah, he got all those hurt. tattoos. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and everybody then, thought they were getting married, and then people are blaming him for things with Mac Miller. Yeah, and then, you know, she just posted something about Mac Miller the other day, so I know he probably seen that and probably heard. If you're his friend, give him a call, man. Give him a hug. He probably or needs it right now. if you don't even know him, just show some support. Yeah, just have a conversation with him. I know yeah. everybody likes to make jokes about things, but we don't know what people are going through. Absolutely. All right, and Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, just so you guys know, I'm a big fan of Teddy Pendergrass. I actually, uh, when I was younger, went to go see... What's your favorite Teddy, John? I love TKO. Okay. Or, it's so good loving somebody when somebody somebody loves you back. That's me and my wife's song. that's a fact. Or, close the door, turn off the lights. Turn them off! Teddy P. All right, we're getting a Well, there's going to be a new documentary chronicling his rise to stardom and the car accident. Mm-hmm. You guys remember what happened in that car accident? What happened? Very interesting story. So make sure you watch this Teddy Pendergrass, If You Don't Know Me. That's going to air on Showtime, but it's also going to debut at the Philadelphia Film Festival uh, tomorrow. Okay. You don't know about that car accident? I think that I do. That left him paralyzed from the chest down. When Who, I went he was to in go- a car with somebody? Yes. When I went to go see him, he was, was actually performing in a wheelchair, but he was still grooving. Like, he would turn his wheelchair to the left and then do a little shimmy and then turn his wheelchair to the right, do another shimmy. Do another Girls shimmy. are still throwing their panties on stage at him. All right. All right, Teddy P. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in 800-585-1051. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, get your request in right now, and we got you, all right? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.